I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Now, before we get out of here, uh, let's talk some, some current ball real quick. So the Knicks were eliminated uh, a little more than a week ago, but we're already days away from knowing maybe who the conference, the NBA Finals of matchup will be because both the Nuggets and the Heat are one one away from the finals as we record this episode on Monday afternoon. He demolished the Celtics in Game 3 to take a commanding 3-0 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat have yet to lose a game, a home game so far in this postseason. Right now, the Knicks are the only team to win at least two games against the Heat in the playoffs. So when you look at, you know, the Knicks lost, they lost in six games. It was kind of like, oh, man, like there needs to be a whole major retooling. But then you see how much the Heat dominated the Bucks, and now you see how much the Heat have dominated the Celtics. Do you think the Knicks missed out on a real chance to win an NBA Finals, a golden NBA Finals, maybe win a championship? Like, were they a lot closer than maybe we thought when it came to how, how close they were to winning a title? So there's two ways, and I'll ask you. I'll ask you this, EJ. Um, the the Heat are seven and one against the Bucks and the Celtics. They're four and two against the Knicks this postseason. Should that fact make you? Should Knicks fans feel better because their Knicks are better than we thought? You know, closer to the finals than we thought, or is it heartbreaking and sting more because the Knicks were closer than we thought? They they would have had a real chance to advance to the finals had they been playing these Celtics right now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I think it's the ultimate bittersweet kind of thing to look at. I think if I had to lean one because I think both facts are true. I think both statements are true, actually. If I had to lean into one feeling, I would go with heartbreak because yeah. I think I it is a small factor. I think Julius Brown not playing game one really changed that series, too. Like, I don't know if the Heat get a game in New York in those first two games if Julius Randle plays game one. And, you know... And, of course, he came back from an injury, so he wasn't 100% going into the rest of that series. Like, if you're talking about a series where both teams protect home and now it's just, you know, a race to the finish in terms of who wins game six and game seven, like, I, that 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 now is an entirely different series. So I, I think that I go more towards heartbreak because the Knicks actually had an injury that started that, started that series shorthanded for them. Like, in some ways, like, it's similar to the Bucs with the Giannis thing. Like the Celtics have no excuse. Like they're just getting throttled. But like the Knicks, you say, "Yo, if we if Randall didn't get hurt in against Cleveland, like that's a, that's maybe a different series that the Knicks have against the Heat." If the if if the Knicks get 40 percent of regular season Julius Randall instead of twenty five percent, they they probably force a game seven. And if they force right. a game seven, who knows? If the Knicks get anything from IQ when he was healthy right. before he gets injured, they probably force a game seven, and anything can happen yeah. in game seven. 
Uh, or if IQ is able to come back for game yeah. uh, game six, even like right. it, like you don't have right. to play Jalen Brunson forty six minutes, or he you know he sits down for two minutes and he go on a seven zero run. Like <laughs> the Knicks were really close to going to the NBA Finals. I really feel that way because I and I said it on this podcast. Yeah, I told you a bunch of times. I was not convinced about this Celtics team. So. I, I had not been convinced about them all season. And you're watching them just absolutely quit against the Miami Heat. Uh, shout. Shout out to Ben Ritholtz, who, who uh, of course, was on the podcast with us earlier this year. And we're going to make sure we get him on during the offseason. Like, you know, he mentioned it, and he's right. Like, it's crazy to see how much easier things are for Miami against Boston than they were for New York. They're getting easy looks. Like, remember that crazy ball movement the Knicks were doing, the Heat were doing to get these shots? The Knicks are scrambling all over the place. And we're, you know, complaining why you're scrambling so much. Well, the Heat, they don't have to move the ball that much. The Celtics aren't scrambling at all. They're just standing around. They're not even running at these shooters. Guys, they're just absolutely wide open, not making multiple efforts, not making first efforts, let alone multiple efforts. I mean, this has been a completely pathetic performance. And you're saying, man, if Knicks had got this team and played with that same physicality they played against, they played against Cleveland with some of the physicality they showed um, in game two and game uh, six in New York and Jalen Brunson, the competitiveness he has, like that was a big thing to me too. I feel like, a big difference between the Knicks and Celtics is one team has Jalen Brunson, the other team doesn't. Like uh, Jalen Brunson definitely inspires his team in a way that Tatum and Brown just don't. Tweeted this this morning, and like I didn't think it was possible for Jalen Brunson's you know second round performance against Miami to be like even more impressive in retrospect. Looking at what this Heat team has done to the psyche and soul of the Celtics, and in particular stars, um, and and going back to the first round, they locked up Giannis. Yep. Um, Jalen Brown's averaging 16 points per game in, in, in this Easter Conference Finals. Tatum's averaging 26, which is four points fewer than he did in the regular season on a lower field goal percentage. Contrast that with Jalen Brunson. Six-game series against Miami. Averaged 31 points on over 50% shooting, 6.3 assists, 5.5 rebounds. Um, that is superstar. We knew it was great at the time. Yeah. Looking back, you know, when we take a deep breath in uh, August or something and look back on it, we're going to be like, holy shit, he really did that yeah. against a really good Heat team, you know? Yeah, maybe he did it against the NBA champions. <laughs> like, that's that's actually on the table at this point. And, you, you know, you remember, like, when we had uh, we had this time from Eric Spolstra during the live show when he talked about Jalen Brunson. I guarantee you he will not speak about Jalen Brown or Jason Taylor the way he spoke about Jalen Brunson after beating the Knicks. He talked about he's the ultimate competitor, a guy I wish we had on our team. Like, how did we miss out on this guy? Like, I don't know how this guy was an All-NBA. He's one of the best players in the world. Like, that's – and we see the level of competition that he bring to the table, and you saw the respect they had for Jalen Brunson. Also, by the way, Spolcher didn't say that about any other Nick. He wasn't yep. saying about Randall. He didn't say that about R.J. Barrett. He said that, he said that about Jalen Brunson. And I guarantee you, after they sweep the Boston Celtics uh, in a couple – in a day or two, He's going to say, he's not going to be saying, oh, Jason Tatum is his ultimate competitor. I wish we had him. He's not going to be saying any of that. He's going to respect the, the normal kind of run of the mill comments in the post game. You know, respect to the Celtics, good team, good season. They're going to keep it moving. Like Jalen Brunson left an impact on them. And, and in many ways, maybe he kind of ratcheted it up their intensity to say, hey, it's only going to get tougher. And then they realize, oh, actually, it's not that tough at all. This is actually pretty easy. It's it's uh, it's crazy to see do, the Knicks. Uh, do positions. the. Uh, do the Heat wrap it up in four, and do and or do the Lakers uh, win a game and extend it? I think these, I think these are two sweeps. Um, I think the Lakers feel a lot different than the Celtics do. Yeah. Like I think the Lakers should be very pleased with this run. You you know LeBron, if he's healthy, I think this is an entirely different series. He's clearly injured, and right. now he's old. So now the question becomes, you know, can you ever get him healthy at this point, this late in the season? He's a lot of miles on on that tread. So 
that's a question mark. But Lakers, this is a good run. You're playing a team that's just clearly way better. You can live with getting swept by this team. The Celtics, I think they're going to, I think they are going to get swept. And I think it's going to be uh, another gut check moment kind of for another organization who's going to have to make a lot of big decisions. We've seen it from Phoenix already firing their coach. We've seen it from uh, Philly firing their coach. Now Boston got to have a decision about Joe Mazzula, who they just gave an extension to and named them the permanent coach. They got to have a decision with their roster as well. So this NBA offseason is getting more and more crazy with every postseason upset. You, you talk about decisions. Jalen Brunson, uh, Jalen Brown, rather eligible for a five-year, $295 million contract. That did that decision by the Celtics, do they sign him? Do they does he accept less? Do they trade him? Will shape the future of the Eastern Conference to a, to a certain degree. Um, and that's something we'll talk about in the next weeks and months. And if you're the Knicks, you're sitting pretty. You don't have anybody making any super max money. You got a ton of draft picks. Um, you got a team that was, you know, two wins away from beating the Eastern Conference champions. Like, uh, things are getting very interesting here in uh, in New York. And like I said, these are the good old days, as far as I'm concerned. I think you just realize that this team is terrific basketball. 